This is the Extravagant Promises Podcast, and I'm your host, Gregory. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. This is a podcast about reckoning, recovery, and redemption. We share our experience, our strength, and our hope. Tonight's episode is The Gift of the Magi, episode number 42. Before we begin, I'd like to go over a couple housekeeping items. First, this is not an AA meeting. I am in recovery. I am an acolyte or a disciple of the AA program. I encourage everyone to be a part of a 12-step program. Uh, and if it works for you, it and if it doesn't, well, it doesn't. But this is not approved as a um, as a meeting or literature, but it is an act of service by me that can help and hopefully can help supplement or complement your program. I say it a lot, but I'll say it again, especially at this time of year. You know, if you're sitting alone in an airport and it's, you know, take a drink or do something else, this is the something else. Listen to this podcast. Just hear my voice and maybe maybe I can help you get through the next 20 minutes, 20 hours, who knows. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of content, you know, and just and just get through it, and and you and and we got you, we got you, you got it. Number two, I'm not a mental health professional. I will talk a lot about in this podcast about depression and whatnot, but I have no medical training whatsoever. So please don't take anything I say as anything other than a layperson's experience um, grappling with depression and. The addiction and our disease and our demons three anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions please respect mine I come in peace I don't I, I don't do this for commercial gain this is purely an act of service so um, I try to stay away from controversial topics but if I do offend you please just turn it off and you know delete me or whatever but but please don't out me or dox me if you have a comment or if you have something you'd like to share with me, I would love to hear from you. Gregory B at extravagantpromisespodcast.com or on the Instagrammers um, at extra, Extravagant Promises Podcast. Number four, like I said, just said, this is a free endeavor. This is commercial free, advertising free, commerce free. I will never accept nor solicit any kind of money. I won't take advertising because this is purely an act of service on my part and I can't stress that enough. So let's get on with the show. Um, why did I select this topic? Well, really it's, it's a cool story. Um, I think it was O. Henry wrote the story at Pete's Tavern, which, um, <laughs> not a place I've been since I got sober. Um, and probably not a place I'll ever go again. But a very, very cool bar. I think the oldest bar in New York City. Uh, sawdust on the floor, a fireplace, you know, at least as I recall. Um, you might imagine I was uh, 
I went there one night after my best friend in the whole world had died, uh, not long after that, and we drank whiskey in his name and did what all addicts and alcoholics do as we got drunk and it was very sad and um, I wonder you know I wonder today um, how our relationship might have been if I had been sober at the end I mean we had a great relationship but and I won't get into that but that's Pete's Tavern Gift of the Magi it's a really cool story and and the whole thing that I wanted to touch on most of all today is Guys, we're going, we're coming into the holidays. You know, it's in full swing. Um, the Christmas tree is probably up. If it's not up in your house, it's up in your neighbor's house, and there are lights all over. And there's, you know, Christmas parties, holiday parties. In this era, you know, I, I don't think that corporate America is quite the drunken shit show that it was uh, in my youth and uh, in my day, but. Um, you know, nevertheless, there is a unholy alliance, as it were, between alcohol and the holidays, uh, both as a cultural bromide, so to speak, or cultural, I don't know, the word I'm looking for is more like, not a, not, not cohesion, but certainly they are bonded together culturally, but then there's also, you know, the... God, the holidays, I, I think, I just think of those, you know, being alone in New York City or being alone in Raleigh or wherever, you know, Des Moines. And just, you know, it's like the bar to go into or a bottle sitting there in front of the television, you know, crying. And alcohol is, um, you know, I just want to talk today about how we how we stay away from it. And the, we know, we know, you know, okay, so the holidays are highly stressful times. It's all the hopes and dreams either realized and you want to celebrate or dashed and you want to pout or wallow in your misery or just be upset. Maybe, maybe, you know, you're not getting what you should have. Maybe, maybe it's going to be a harder Christmas on your family, holiday, whatever. And, you know, I can just, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to try not to sound preachy or advice givey, but, but like we know how to stay sober in the holidays and the quickest way to get drunk is isolate yourself, just you and that old demon loneliness and, and don't go to meetings and just chill in your apartment and be sad or, you know, don't help other people. Um, and then pretty soon it's, you know, how do I fill this void? How do I fill this hole that used to be closed? And now it's just opening up like they picked a scab off and now there's this abscess and it's festering and it's needs something. Oh, what, what can work? Well, there's this old medicine that you don't have to have a prescription for that will fill that it's called booze. And what it does is it cauterizes that wound and then burns all the nerve endings and then it just slowly seeps into your soul until you're drunk and you're back you've relapsed and your everything that you had is gone now and you're in that that magic window that that glorious mystical window to god to your higher power it's sealed shut now and you're drunk 
and you're going to say things you don't want to say, do things you don't want to do, get in a car, don't get in a car, get in a fight, have sex with somebody that's not your spouse or your partner or whatever, try to have sex with somebody who's not your spouse or your partner, humiliate yourself, wake up wondering where your wallet is, wondering where your clothes are. I mean, just all Christmas stories that suck. And um, I got a better, I got a better solution here. Get to a meeting. You know, the moment you feel that little kudzu vine of loneliness wrap around your foot, get to a meeting. The moment that little um, splinter gets stuck in your toe of self will run riot or ego hurt or your, 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 you know, your, um, depression that starts to creep in, get to creep in, get to a meeting, call up another drunk, call your sponsor. Hey, I got an idea. If you don't have a sponsor, get a sponsor, get a temporary sponsor. You know, raise your hand when they say, does anybody want to sponsor other men or women? Raise your hand. This is, yeah, it's preachy. It's advice giving, but this is how you do it. Call up your sponsor and go, hey, I'm lonely. Can you talk to me for five minutes? You'll feel better. Call up somebody on the call list and just be like, I just want to check in with you, see how you're doing. You know, you're not going to annoy them. You're going to make them feel good and you're going to stay sober. And guess what? Almost every place that has the internet now, which is everywhere, has a website for your area where there are meetings galore and every main group has some sort of alcathon where you can go, I mean, don't white knuckle it. Don't do it alone. You know, it's like the advent calendar or Hanukkah or the lights, the candles or the, you know, all that 12 days of Christmas. How about, how about 12 days of AA meetings? You know, why don't we just start today? Let's just go to one today and let's go to one every day. And then on Christmas, let's go to like three meetings. Christmas Eve, you know, there's nothing cooler than being in a, at, at a, uh, there is absolutely nothing in this world that is cooler than being at an AA meeting on Christmas Eve. Um, I remember thinking like, wow, wasn't it cool that one year that my, um, my home group had a, had its meeting on Christmas? Like how convenient that was for me. And I was like, bro, there are meetings, regular meetings that are happening right now just cause it's Christmas Eve, you know? And I went to one the next year it was called candlelight and it was like, you know, you're driving around and you're seeing big Christmas spectacles at the churches, not all of them, not the one we were in actually, but, um, you know, and you're thinking a little bit and, and you go into this room and it's packed. There are like 40 people there and you're all just like, where would, you know, if you're Christian, if you're, if you're, if you believe in Jesus, if you believe in his birth, if you're selling, if that's something going on in your head for the holidays and you believe and you're like, you know, I'm not part, I'm not with my family. I'm not whatever. Hey, you know what? Where do you think Jesus would be on Christmas Eve? Do you think he'd be at the one percenter church where, you know, people are driving up in their foreign automobiles and all it's like, you know, my, my, my beautiful family and look how much money I have. Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe Jesus is everywhere. But to me, chances are my savior, my God is walking in and like soiled car hearts, you know, and, and, and boots and stuff and, and sitting in, you know, maybe he's at a truck stop 
just kind of ministering to some guys who are out on the road who are delivering, you know, your FedEx packages on Christmas Eve or, or bringing them across the country for Christmas Day. Maybe he's sitting in the pilot's lounge at, at O'Hare Airport, you know, talking about clearing the runway from the ice and the snow. I bet you he's sitting in an AA meeting, maybe an NA meeting. You know, where do you think you, that guy who was born in a manger, that guy who never went more than 100 miles from the place where he was born, you know, that guy who, 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 you know, just one man, and, and they, 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 they beat him, and they flayed him, and they nailed him to a cross. Where do you think he's going to be hanging out on Christmas? I bet, again, I'm not preaching. Well, maybe I sound preachy, but I'm trying not to preach, but I'm just speaking my truth, and my heart is that, you know what? I bet he's in the basement of a church ministering to some drunks. Hey, let's all hold hands. Let's say the Lord's Prayer. Let's get through tonight sober. You know, we got a warm place. Somebody made coffee. Somebody brought some donuts. Maybe just a little bit of sugar can get that guy who's sort of semi-homeless who shows up at your meeting every time and kind of talks to himself in the back. Hey, man, maybe this is where he stays alive tonight. You've been there. I've been there. We know what it's like. You know, that guy who kind of always, I mean, you see him on the street and he's like, shows up at your meeting Sometimes talking to himself, you're like, you know, at first you're kind of freaked out by it because you're like, what is this? And where am I? And then you go, you know what? This is where my best thinking got me. Is right, right where I need to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So how am I going to get sober? How am I going to stay sober? Same thing. I'm going to go to a meeting. I'm going to tell my truth. I'm going to listen to other people's truths. I'm going to share. I'm going to sponsor dudes. I'm going to get a sponsor. I'm going to do what my sponsor says. I'm going to work those steps, those 12 magical, beautiful steps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to talk to other drunks. And I'm going to I'm gonna share my fears. And I'm going to let them know I'm afraid. And I'm going to listen to them tell me they're afraid. You know, and if one's kind of a douchebag or something, I'm going to call another one. It doesn't matter. Fuck that. You know what? Maybe the disease is getting to him or her. So the gift of the Magi, what's the gift? The gift is AA. The gift is sobriety. I don't need anything else under my tree, ladies and gentlemen. I don't need a damn thing. So long as I got... The program, and I don't mean abstinence only. You know, I'm a believer that you cannot get sober drinking, so you gotta abstain, or I gotta abstain, and be, and I have abstained for many, many, many days. You know, but I will never be cured. I don't want to be cured. I want to be in recovery. I want to be recovering. I don't want to be one of those guys who's like. You know, hey, I'm Gregory. I'm a recovered alcoholic. I don't know what that means. I've seen plenty of so-called recovered alcoholics go out. You know, what I am is I'm like, today I'm not drinking. Today I'm recovering. Today I'm giving thanks to my higher power and I'm doing what that big book says. It's not, It's look, there's apps now. There's one that has like a picture of a chair on it. If you go on your app store or whatever and find it and it's like there's a meeting going on right now next to your house wherever you are guarantee it 
there's someone in that program that's there making coffee at your clubhouse, at your, you know, who, who will be glad to meet you. You know, minister to them, go to them, help them, listen to them, hear their strength and experience and their hope. My experience is what happened to me. My strength is that I got through it and I stayed sober. And I became sober and I'm sober now. My hope is you can too. We got this. Oh boy, do we got this. You might notice it in these podcasts lately. I've been kind of keeping them a little bit short and sweet. I'm trying to do that just to, you know... I want to I want to make this a little more user friendly. I'm I'm not trying to shy away from my earlier literature based podcast where I'm reading poems and stories and things. I'll definitely will keep doing that, but um I don't want to slack off on putting content out. I want to I want to keep bringing the message and to me the message it spoke today was, you know, um make sure you put out a podcast and make sure you talk about how to stay sober. When, you know, like I just think of that stuff, you're driving up I-95, maybe I-85 too, and at some point as you're driving south, I don't know if it's all the way up the United States coast or not yet, but when I was a kid and into my, you know, certainly my 30s, maybe, you know, you could see there was a demarcation line where that kudzu vine had like grown and just swamped trees. Now I think of that kudzu is like, that stuff is gnarly. And that's like loneliness. That's your disease. And it's just climbing up that ooh, that once proud tree trunk and going, hey, you don't have to be alone. You can pick up a bottle. Come on. Come on over here. You know, that's what you don't have. You know, you're right. You never have to be alone again. Go to a meeting. You never have to drink again. Go to a meeting. Call up another drunk if you can't get to a meeting. Call your sponsor if you can't. Tell why. Talk to you. Talk to him. Her. Him. Hey, listen. We got this. You got this. If a wretch like me can make it this long, you can too. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. Dear God, let your Holy Christmas Spirit Come into all those who are sick and suffering inside and outside the rooms, if it is your will, and to help them see that 
you are waiting for them in the gift of sobriety. The gift of the Magi was sobriety. The gift was Alcoholics Anonymous. It may have been born in a bar, that story, but the love that's in there that O. Henry wrote, you know what? It's, it's in those rooms. Anonymous drunks just helping each other get through one more day. One more day. All with your love and your power and your grace. Amen.